0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, a podcast for uncertain creatives. I am one of those said uncertain creatives, and it has been a while since I've uploaded a podcast episode. I'm kind of almost feeling a little uncomfortable talking because it's been so long. Um, But yeah, I've just recently felt very inspired to get back into it. So I thought, what better time than the present to start... Um, my last episode was pretty much talking about how I was dealing with a bit of, not a bit, a lot of burnout and also how I wanted to kind of shift my work into more creative focus, I guess. Um, I was working primarily as a um, content writer for other clients, but you know, I, I feel much more. Alive when it comes to my own creative work and that's what I've been trying to focus on and um, If you follow me on Instagram, you'll be have seen probably that I am very much in the creative zone right now I'm working on my next collection of flash fiction stories like a a full book and I'm also working on a little mini collection that I'll be selling on my website in the next one to two months I'm pretty much more than halfway done that mini collection. So that you can look forward to um, soon And if you sign up to my newsletter, which I'm also going to be starting soon, again, restarting, um, I'm giving a 25% off discount to anyone uh, of that mini collection to anyone who's part of my newsletter. So definitely do that if you're interested of hearing from me uh, directly in your inbox. And along with that, I'll be doing like roundups of blog posts in the month. um, And then like a few words, some lessons, some inspiration um, for your own journey, creative or non-creative whatever kind of inspires me to talk about um so yeah let's get into this for today's episode because i like i said i was going through a lot of burnout the last little while i decided to talk about how to create habits and stick to them in a way that's not perpetuating this hustle culture mentality which i will admit i fell victim to a lot last year Um, primarily because there was really nothing else to do with COVID going on than to just kind of focus on work really and just working and that became for me um, my source of identity in that time and also in a way kind of became a little bit a source of self-harm in a more emotional sense of the term but you know looking to work and focusing on work and when things weren't going great with work like I would kind of berate myself and just feel really down but again it, it was all happening in a time when there was not much else to do and my attention and my energy couldn't be put towards anything um that was part of my enjoyment which is you know being outside and doing things and going to places and seeing people so um i'm looking back now with a fresh set of eyes and kind of a different understanding of what was going on in my head at the time because when i was in it and if you've read some of my blog post blog posts from that time period Um, They're very much centered in motivation, productivity, you know, getting it done, doing this. And while I still believe in aspects of those, you know, of having a vision of something and getting it done and doing it, I was definitely looking at it then from a perspective of hustle culture and grand success and, you know, whereas right now success to me in this moment is just being able to do what I like and do it as much or as little as I want to do it. Like that's success basically. Um, So while I I still have habits and goals that I I want to achieve, I'm not doing it from the perspective of intense hustle culture and grinding uh, 12 hours a day and just being in it all the time. Like now I'm doing it from a space of compassion, empathy for myself, understanding how I function. You know, not everyone can function 12 hours a day. Oh, big surprise. I, I can't work in such long, for such long periods of time continuously, right? I work in bursts and I'm trying to kind of cultivate a life and a career and a, and creative work that, that aligns with that and makes it easy and fun. Not easy because, you know, a lot of stuff in life isn't easy, but simple and fun and enjoyable and like, yeah, it'll be hard work at times, but the hard work will out, the enjoyment of it will outweigh the hard work and, you know, all that fun stuff so yeah I want to talk about how now from this perspective how I create habits and stick to them so that I can achieve certain goals like for example this book that I'm working on the mini collection I'm working on restarting my newsletter getting back into creative work like I'm feeling very inspired with this stuff um but I also know that I have to take it slow because again burnout is gonna happen I just I've learned that about myself like if I go too hard for too long without understanding that that's not feasible um I will be burnt out so how do we create this habit, stick to them to get our goals achieved, whatever those goals are, um, without being in the hustle culture mindset? My first tip, whatever habit you're trying to in- implement in your life, uh, make it small and make it simple. Because when you start with a big grandiose habit um, and make it very complex and complicated, you are not going to stick to it. At least, I mean... I'm speaking from my own perspective, but I think I am every woman, as the song says. And I think we can all relate on a very base level of experience that the more difficult, the more complex a new habit is, especially a habit that you're trying to kind of implement in your life to change yourself in a way. When it's harder and it's more complicated, it's going to be more difficult to stick to it and have it in your life for longer than, what does it say, like two weeks to build a habit you want to keep it in your life for at least a month, right? Um, So it's important to just start slow, just start slow and simple, prove to yourself and cultivate self trust that with a really small habit, I can stick to that long term. And I'm I'm capable of doing that. And the only way to do that is with something small, simple, that doesn't take up so much emotional energy to to get up and do every day. For example, like, if you want to do if you want to, work out more right which I'm sure we're all trying to do now that we can get outdoors and do different things and be back in gyms or whatever if you say you know what I'm gonna wake up every day 6 a.m and hit the gym and do that six days a week whatever um for however long and I'm gonna be doing cardio and weights and I'm pretty sure that that's not gonna happen (laughs) and that's okay because we are all that's just not feasible for most people so you're setting yourself up for failure by putting that habit into your head instead you know you want to start moving your body so you know what every day I'm going to go out for a walk for a 45 minute walk after work uh, great like that's that's something that's simple and easy to do and you'll feel good so you'll get the benefits of in like the enjoyment of the process without the negatives of um doing something so difficult to maintain that you feel then bad about yourself for not being able to maintain it right? Okay. Uh, tip number two. I mentioned this a little bit before, but stick to it for at least a month to prove to yourself you can do it. And you want to also cultivate trust and um, trust with yourself so that you can see some results that will inspire you to continue going with a habit, right? Like, for example, the movement like the body movement Um, if you start slow with a walk every day after work you'll find enjoyment in that because it is fun to move your body right like that's why we have the urge to do it Um, so you'll have the enjoyment of being outdoors moving around getting your heart rate up a little bit and by maintaining that for a month not only will you prove to yourself you know what actually i can do a physical like a physical activity i can i've proven to myself that i'm capable of it and also I feel really good now that I've done Like it feels good to do. And because I've been doing it for a month, it's become like a routine that now without that in my life, things will feel a little bit emptier. Not only that, but giving yourself that month um, to stick to it will allow you to determine if you actually even like what you're doing, right? Like if maybe you just don't like walking and you need another kind of physical activity to integrate into your life that'll be more fun and more um, enjoyable to stick to, right? So... Give yourself a time frame that's longer than a week because I know after a week you kind of tend to fall off. I, I stick with a month. Give it a month to see how you like it to see what it feels like and to prove to yourself that you can actually do it right Because before we start a habit that's different. Um, we're often in the you know negative headspace of like I probably won't be able to do this. like should I even try? Just just take a month to prove it to yourself. So once you've started with a small habit, stuck to it for a month, and like proven to yourself that you're able to do it and that you like it, now you can start tacking on other habits and say, you know what, now that I know I can do this habit, I can probably do this habit too. So let me slowly start building up my repertoire of habits that I want to integrate into my life. So for example, you started with a walk every day. Now, you know what, I'm also gonna start with um, integrating more greens into my diet, right? And this is very like health focused, but this could be for anything, Um, you know, You're writing every day. You know what? I've started writing 200 words a day, um, and I've stuck to it for a month, and it's gone great. I've seen great results. It's helped me finish a chapter of my book or whatever. Now I'm going to tack on, um, make it 500 words a day, or I'm going to do, start working on another little side project that I'm also interested in. But again, you keep the habit small. That every new habit is small, and you build on it, and you show yourself you can do it, and then you kind of not only grow your capacity. Of the things you can do at the same time or simultaneously or whatever. But you also grow your own skill set, right? You learn how to do new things. And then again, with that grows confidence and your ability to say to yourself, you know what, I don't do it now. I've never done it before, but I've proven to myself that I've done other things that I can probably do this as well. And lastly, every new habit that you integrate into your life should have a purpose behind it. Um, If you're doing something just because you think you should do it, you think you should be waking up at 6 a.m. because some, I don't know, motivational guru told you that that's the best time to wake up. Like, it's important to wake up at 5. If you're doing that and you're basing it on that, then you're never going to stick to it because it's not rooted in your own enjoyment, purpose, alignment. Your life might not be a 5 a.m. life. And so why would you force a habit like that into it? Even, you know, a creative life, a creative habit, like I'm going to wake up at 8 a.m. every day and start working right away writing right away um that might not be sustainable for you your mind might not kick in your creative mind might not kick in until 12 pm so why would you force something on you that has no purpose in your life for your enjoyment and and your growth and development it should have value for you the habit that you're implementing um and it should not be just to kind of show that you can do it or that you're doing something that somebody else told you to do like in my own life the last little while I read a lot of self-help productivity motivational books and you know while I still think that's valuable to read to get um the experience and the perspective from people like that like you know the four-hour work week and the five minute rule or whatever (laughs) whatever books like that um yeah you can definitely take pick and choose certain um ideas from those books but when you kind of follow them to a T and try to kind of mimic your life based on the lives of these people like Realistically, you might not want their life. You might want aspects of it. You might want their ability to stick to habits and cultivate a life that's ideal for them. But you might not want exactly what they're doing. And that's okay. You can have as simple or as intricate a life as you want with the kind of habits that you want. It does not have to, like, reflect or mirror this idealized version of what it means to be successful and be, you know, knocking down those goals that you've set for yourself and... You know, I mean, that puts so much pressure on us for no reason, really, other than to kind of make us feel bad and make us feel incapable of doing basic things. And, you know, also rooted probably in capitalism. Not probably, very much rooted in capitalism and the idea of always consistently growing and growth is the only way to go, which is not sustainable. It's like, it's just not probable in nature to do that, to consistently be growing and improving and changing and... While change is important, obviously, but like this idea of like an upward trajectory constantly, like, no, you're allowed to have a life where you change a little bit, you plateau for a while, you change again, you realign. You don't necessarily always have to be moving up or down. You could just be moving from side to side, and that's okay. Like, that's the purpose of living life and enjoying it (laughs) and having fun. And yeah, I've had to learn that the hard way because the last two years, as everybody knows, have been very difficult. But I'm also, finding that I am realigning in my life and kind of oddly getting back to this state of feeling um, that I had, I think, like late 2019, like right before everything happened, um, which is a good sign. I think, like, the idea of feeling somewhat not back to normal. Obviously, nothing can ever be back to normal because once a, a shift happens, that's now part of your life and and your experience. But feeling like things aren't as Die. I mean, they are die. I don't want to say that either, but not feeling like traumatized anymore, (laughs) because the last couple of years have been traumatic, and that's okay. We're allowed to say that and talk about it. And you know, I think there's this pressure to say, you know, well, it was okay because, you know, we got to work from home or we got whatever. Yeah, and a lot of us are very privileged, myself included, in that. And we did not have to um, deal with as many struggles as a lot of other people dealt with, but it's still a traumatic experience, a collectively traumatic experience, and we will all feel that for years to come, Um, just as other people in other times, periods of time in history have also had collectively traumatic experiences, and they're all valid, and they all matter, and they all have an effect on us emotionally, physically, um, whatever. So I think as we're trying to trying to get back to a state of normalcy in our minds and whatever however that looks Um, I think it's good to be able to now say I want to improve in something and build new habits and stick to them but not do it in a way where this pressure to kind of be perfect and be that girl quote-unquote as um I've seen a lot circulating on TikTok. Um, you're you're allowed to just be your person, your kind of person, and still strive to improve and change, or just experience a different lifestyle. Um, that's all allowed, and you don't have to kind of kill yourself to do that. You don't have to hate yourself for not achieving it in a way that somebody else is achieving it, uh, because we all work differently. We all function in different ways, um, especially women with yeah their their cycles their monthly cycles provide a different type of energy and um, ability to to function you know i mean one week a month it's kind of a write off and that's okay that's we should all start accepting that and accepting that our lives do not function in a 9 to 5 24 uh, hour cycle as we've been taught that they should based on our capitalistic system like I, and i think we're all kind of awakening to that and breaking through that idea of of how life should look for a lot of us especially with the rise of technology and social media and digital jobs um, it's been great to be able to see that shift happen and for people like myself creative people who want to make creative lifestyle and creative career be able to do that and not have to maintain that creative life within the confines of traditional you know quote-unquote office work you know so yeah, that's the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it's provided some uh, information on how to slowly integrate new habits into your life. And again, these habits can be small. They don't have to be huge, enormous habits with huge, enormous goals at the end of them. Think of it just be, I want to drink more water and that's okay and you can do that. And at the end of the day, I think the most important aspect of building habits and stick to them is just cultivating self-trust because I think a lot of us are lacking in that. A lot of us also have it, but a lot of us are lacking in it and we don't realize it. We just think it's, um, we think the symptoms of it are the issue. You know, The symptoms being not being able to achieve goals is the issue. It's No, it can be rooted in the idea of feeling like we can't trust ourselves or we haven't cultivated uh, trust in our abilities because we're taught to reach for such intense habits that we can't maintain them. So start small, start slow, Take it easy, be compassionate and empathetic on yourself, and understand that life ebbs and flows and things will always change. And it's just a matter of navigating those tides. Um, Thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you want to get in contact with me, find me on my website at katarinawrights.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Twitter. You can sign up to my newsletter, as I mentioned before. Yeah, I'll have all the links in the show notes below and I will talk to you again in my next episode, whenever that might be.